1: Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey folks, Randy Wilburn here. Listen, I just wanted to give you a quick disclaimer for today's episode. We had a chance to sit down with Dr. Craig Kiever and his wife, Amy Kiever, to talk about plant-based living and what it's been like for them living a plant-based lifestyle here in Northwest Arkansas. I just want to make sure that you understand that there is no medical advice being given here on this podcast episode, and we also encourage you that if you are seeking to lead a plant-based lifestyle, that you should definitely talk with your doctor and make sure that it's right for you and your current medical condition, whatever it may be. I have one, you have one, your neighbor has one, but each of us has an individualized situation that we need to keep, be mindful of. And so I just, as a proper disclaimer, I want to put it out there that any advice anything that you construe as being advice on this particular episode should be proceed with caution and you should definitely talk to your doctor about what is right for your specific condition now with all that said it's a great conversation that we had with Craig and Amy Keever i think you'll enjoy it and if nothing else you'll definitely walk away with some really a really better understanding about plant-based living and what it means to eat or to enjoy food from a plant-based lifestyle perspective. So without further ado, I'll just uh, let you listen to this episode and uh, let me know what you think. Cue the music.
2: It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas Hey,
1: folks, and welcome back to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you as I always am. I've got a great new episode for you. And I think I've told you guys before that there are times when people reach out to me and I'm like, wow, that's an interesting story that I really want to tell. And so I think today's guests certainly fill that bill when it comes to a really cool story that I think will resonate with a decent portion of the audience. Maybe not everybody but will definitely resonate with many. And these individuals are Craig Kiever and Amy Kiever. Amy was introduced to me by Karen Wagaman, the great Karen Wagaman from the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce. And Karen and I have been friends for a couple of years now. I've done a couple of episodes with folks from the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce. And Karen has introduced me to a number of people that I've had on the podcast. And so when she reached out to me and said, hey, you should talk to Amy. She and her husband are doing some really interesting things around plant-based eating. You should check them out. I said, okay, great. And I kind of read a little bit about Craig's story and what he has overcome and and how plant-based eating has afforded him and basically given him his health back. I thought, you know what, why not have these guys on the podcast to tell their story? Because one of the goals that I like to have with the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast is simply to hear a bunch of really cool stories from people that are your neighbors. And Amy and Craig are some of your neighbors. And for those of you that live here in Northwest Arkansas, and if you're thinking about moving here, maybe they will, will, will be your neighbor in the very near future. So without further ado, I want to welcome Craig Kiever and Amy Kiever to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. How are you guys doing? Thank you, Randy. Great day today. <laughs> it is a great awesome. day. Awesome. Excited it,
0: it, to be here. Yeah, it
1: is a great day. So listen, I want to, I mean, Amy, when, like I said, when Karen reached out to me, she was like, oh, you need to talk to Amy. Her husband has gone through some amazing things. But, you know, what essentially from your perspective, because you're you're an artist, you have a gallery, the Amy Kiever Gallery in downtown Bentonville, right. and you've been practicing art for how long now?
0: Oh, goodness. <laughs> My son is 22. And so I first probably really just dove headfirst when he was four months old. So it's, okay. it's been quite a while.
1: It has been a while. Yeah. So you put some time in, a <laughs> generation right. at least. Oh, yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly.
1: No, I love that. That's great. And so at what point did you kind of, what led you into the whole plant-based movement? Because it is a movement.
0: It is. It is definitely. And I had a friend that ate this way. That was when I was in East Texas. My family's from here, but I was living at East Texas. Craig and I met several years ago. I've been plant-based probably about eight years, and so it really was health. I was having terrible fibromyalgia-type symptoms and couldn't find relief, and I had a friend that had had cholesterol issues. and. She said, you know, you might want to give this a try. And so, you know, in East Texas, it's probably not the most popular. I know. I mean, I'm thinking, <laughs> That's of, I'm thinking of
1: Texas mesquite That's right, and brisket That's right, and barbecue. <laughs> and, yeah.
0: And so, yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's a process. It's a journey for sure. Yeah. And so it is definitely a movement because it's something that you just evolve in and kind of, you know, keep going. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. It absolutely changed my health. And I know it
3: has.
1: It has so Craig, love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Thank you so
3: I'm Dr. Craig Kiever, a pediatrician in Rogers. I founded Ozark Pediatrics about six years ago, so basically, I start with my story from where I want to pick this up is that what you're yeah like? absolutely okay. absolutely so you know I was a carnivore from the word go <laughs> you know, and I ate the standard American diet for the first fifty eight years of my life and About 10 years ago, I was around 50 years old, I'm 60 now, I um, first saw the movie Forks Over Knives that was kind of my first inkling of, hmm, that sounds like a pretty smart way to live. And you might wonder, because I went through medical school and residency and all of that, and I... I've always been what I thought was somewhat health conscious, but eating the standard American diet is really hard to actually be that way. And there's a lot of things about the standard American diet that fool you into thinking I'm eating healthy, but I really wasn't, you know, so I got into Forks Over Knives and watched that. And at that point in my life, I was pushing 300 pounds. Yeah. And I was diagnosed actually in 1993 with high cholesterol. That was my first sign that anything was going on. And it was a random blood draw as I entered my internship that they did for all the interns at the program I was going to. And I found out I had the highest level in the whole intern class, which was a large portion of physicians, new physicians. And and so I started medicines at that point. And didn't really think much about it because I thought, you know, I'm on medicine. Now I can eat pretty much whatever I want. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of the American way. You know, we do what we want and then don't worry about the consequences because there's a medicine out there for it. And so, you know, I kept going on. And I, and, and at the point, I was actually in the army and doing my training in the army and so there's a certain amount of physical training that you have to do to be in the army and i was in what i thought was relatively decent shape but over the next few years i also developed high blood pressure and you know it's the really the standard thing that happens on the standard american diet there's really a, a pretty predictable progression in most people that eat that And so, you know, again, I didn't think too much about it. You know, my blood pressure is a little high. This happens when you get older. No big deal. I'll take my pill and it'll get better. And so continuing on that path, then my blood sugar started to get a little high. Pre-diabetes to then finally type 2 diabetes officially and You know, I started thinking this could be a problem. Hence, I watched this movie, Forks Over Knives, and it kind of clicked. Well, interestingly, about one week after I saw that movie, I ended up in the hospital overnight. So I got up for work that morning, and I just kind of felt sluggish and tired and headachy and this ache in my shoulder. So I go to work, and I'm seeing my kids and just not feeling it. And I asked my nurse to take my blood pressure, and it was 210 over 115. Yeah, you know, it's almost strokeville, really. And so, interestingly, I kind of talked to my doctor's office because I'm already on one blood pressure medicine at that point. And they, f- of course, first tell me to go to the ER. And I say, no, I can't really do that right now. Look, can I just get another blood pressure medicine? So, I talked them into that on the phone and I got my second blood pressure medicine that I started at noon that day. And I felt a little better and finished my day and then got home. And that achy came back, you know, and it's like, okay, I know the warning signs. And so I went to the ER. Fortunately, my workup on my heart was all fine. And it turned out really just to be a hypertensive urgency that ended me up there. And it came down, you know, but I stayed overnight just for observation and whatnot. But it was interesting to me that that happened one week after I first saw forks over knives. (laughs) And so... From that point, I kind of dived into this as much as I could, having no community and tried to glean what I could out of that movie and tried to do a plant based diet. Well, none of my friends were into it. And, you know, I'm going out with my friends. I'm a single guy at this point and And, you know, we're going to restaurants. And I mean, it just couldn't be maintained. I tried. I think I was on it for pretty well for about a month, month and a half. And I think I had some labs drawn, as I recall, right at about as that was ending. And I had a lot of improvements in my labs, as you might expect, but I just couldn't hang on to it. You know, I had no one else to really talk to about it and uh, no way for me, I'm not a real good cook, so I had no real experience in how to make these dishes better or anything like that. So I was kind of off and on that kick for a few years and and doing some research into different forms of eating, what's good for you, what's not good for you, the you know the keto diet, a uh, paleo diet. I, I did a lot of research into nutrition over the next few years. Hadn't really made a full decision on what to do, but it was always very clear that the that the really sound, nutritional, unbiased, uninfluenced research always favored vegetarianism, hands down. Well, fast forward to the year 2000, and I meet Amy, and on our first date, <laughs> 2000, 2020. I'm sorry, yeah. And I meet Amy and, you know, on our first date, we're just talking about things, trying to get to know each other. And and I mentioned some of my experience with this, you know, and that, that I'm on some medicines and I've been thinking about plant-based eating and her jaw hit the floor. <laughs> She'd been plant-based for several years and was, you know, not about to say anything because, you know, most places you mention I'm a plant-based eater and they look at you like, yeah. who did you kill? You know, <laughs> so from that point... We kind of really hit it off right away. And having somebody now to talk with about this that had experience, that was a good cook, that could put some of these recipes together. It's like made all the difference in the world. And so that was one of the things that really helped me. So a little bit of information like we had talked about a little while ago, information is power, you know, and it was. But the thing that I was lacking was community. That's another huge leg of this, okay? And without community, I couldn't sustain it. And Amy became my community, you know, in terms of my plant-based eating and, you know, was able to start tapping into some of these resources and learning more and more about it. And and so that really made a huge difference for me. Now, that was in the fall of 2020, and we did a pretty good job of plant-based eating, you know, not necessarily 100% compliant, but... I started really losing weight. So I think I had mentioned I was nearing 300 pounds at one point about 10 years ago. By the time I met Amy, I was trying to do enough things on the standard American diet. I was down to, I think about 250 or 260, but still just unable to get anywhere. Going on the plant-based diet, it started to fall off, you know? So that was three years ago. I was probably about 260. My scale this morning said 204. Yeah. So just an idea, you know, and it's not like I've done anything extraordinary other than just I don't eat meat, I don't eat dairy, and I don't eat processed garbage or sugar.
0: Yeah, no byproducts of animals. Yeah,
3: exactly. So, And
0: um, your numbers are phenomenal. Well,
3: exactly. (laughs) And, And so what's happened then is not only have I lost nearly 90 pounds in the last, well, if I include that whole time, you know, nine, 10 years. But my cholesterol without medicine was around 300. Now I've been off cholesterol medicine for six months. And my recent lab was a total of 155 for total cholesterol. Yeah. And that's yeah, it's off medicine and just eating a plant-based diet. So...
0: Yeah. And um, one thing I would say to that is he has the lipoprotein A, which is the genetic component that really should make him have more trouble with cholesterol. And so, you know, and more heart attack, bro. right? And so, a lot of the plant based doctors use the phrase, you know, genetics may, you know, load the gun, but nutrition pulls the trigger. And so, it's he is, he's got perfect cholesterol, and that's really not a factor because he's not bringing in the cholesterol with a plant based diet. So,
3: yeah, and so having it's it's super. And so, having said that, the, what else has happened since I've gone plant based? So there's the ninety pounds loss. I had sleep apnea. I'm no longer needing a CPAP machine. That's huge. I still have a little issue with high blood pressure, but instead of two medicines, I'm back down to one and actually feeling like that's probably going to start weaning before too long as well. Yeah, My type two diabetes, which I've been on metformin for Probably close to 10 years, my blood sugars are pretty much rock solid now. My most recent hemoglobin A1c is down to normal. It was 5.6. Yeah. And so my metformin is weaning. I don't want to push it too fast because I don't want to see that blood sugar spike again. But, you know, I'm just doing this under proper medical supervision and taking things down a notch at a time. And, so seeing when
0: well, you, you know, feel so incredible, oh, my gosh,
3: mm-hmm. my energy level is through the roof now, you know, where Amy and I ride recumbent trikes and we're all up and down the greenway. Um, one of our favorite rides is to ride from where we live in Rogers down to Dixon Street and have lunch at Chipotle on Dixon and then head back. And yeah, I mean, so it's kind of where my story is at at this point.
1: Well, I mean, I hear a lot. There are. Let's unpack some of what you shared because I know people listening to this. They're you know they're going to hear certain things, right? Well, first of all, you're a doctor, so you can afford to to go to some of the more organic food stores and buy. I want to go back. I'm going to just give. I want to. I'm going to restate what I said just so that we know. That way we have it. I don't want to. Uh, yeah. So um, one of the things I want to put a disclaimer out there for anybody listening. I have several family members that are doctors. That have graduated from some of the top programs in the country, and and I'm not looking at them directly and saying it's your fault. Uh, and how come you know more doctors don't get this? It's a systemic issue, and it's more of how do we overcome some of those systemic challenges. And so, if doctors like yourself can struggle in this area, the average Joe or Jane doesn't have a chance, right? If you think about right. it. So, I think it's important for people to understand that you know we're kind of all in this together. That's why you know getting into a community is so important, a place where you can find some safety. But I know you were kind of mentioning and falling back on that. You understood that to be the case, that you were in a profession where you just were not taught about that.
3: Exactly. And and actually, that's something that um, I've realized more and more as I've gotten into the plant-based eating is that because I didn't realize how much impact nutrition can have. Okay. You know, particularly in pediatrics, most of the plant-based issues that we think about in terms of our adult health are adult issues, right? The number one killer of adults in this country is heart disease, all right? Number two is cancer. On the top 10 list is also stroke and diabetes, okay? All four of those are very directly related to our nutritional status, okay? Now, having said that, there are very few things in terms of direct impact to kids that we see although the American Academy of Pediatrics has recently taken a stand on childhood obesity and has said that we're willing to start putting obese children that can't manage their lifestyle onto medicines which was previously unheard of and even more unheard of is they're going to start thinking if the medicine fails we're going to think about bariatric surgery in kids
1: i've read that there was a big study on that recently that was shared out in the exactly. New York Times so so that's really shocking
3: movement in terms of illnesses that directly affect kids related to nutrition. And again, it's all related really to what are the problems with the standard American diet? It's way too much fat, way too much sugar, way too much processed garbage and sodium. Yeah, I mean, all those things are just killing us, literally. But another point that I wanted to make to one thing that you brought up earlier was, you know, how expensive is this to do? You know, the vegetarian lifestyle, there are some misconceptions about how expensive that is. Now, you can go as much as you want, and there are some things that are a little bit pricier out there, you know. But bottom line is, beans and rice are about the cheapest things you can get, okay? Now, not that my diet consists totally of beans and rice, but. Having said that, I mean, there's a lot of things that are very accessible and very cheap, you know. So the plant based diet is not just for the well to do.
1: No, it really isn't. And I think, again, a lot of it is just making people aware of what is available. And a lot of that comes from the education, right? So, Amy, when you first stepped into the whole plant-based movement, how easy was it for you to adapt your lifestyle to that? You know,
0: I mean, my kids were graduating and so I didn't raise them plant-based. So it wasn't, I felt like it wasn't fair to bring that on them, you know. So I was around the standard diet, fixing two different types of meals. So I think that didn't make it difficult. My friend Marianne was a huge part of me being able to be successful because I was you know, referencing things for her. But I do think it upped it a level for me when Craig needed this medically because it just kind of inspired me. You know how it is when you're single, you're like, oh, you know, a can of beans or a potato. But, you know, I wanted to show him comfort foods that can be comparably made in the plant-based. I think we have such a misunderstanding of, okay, you eat salads all day. Like I could never, we could never maintain it if it was that. So I think that was such a, it was almost like using, you know, food as a creative outfit outlet. So that really did help me to try to figure out how we could. And to your point, as far as making things more decadent, you know, we can't really eat out like we did before. And so we would get special plates or we would do things, you know, I'm an artist. And so we want to have cute little things on the side. And so that's not necessary, but it's something that makes, you know, I think the thing about food is it's such a social experience. And so you want to still make it to where however you can be with your friends. That's what we are really wanting to establish here is our community with our Facebook page and his resource page, something where people can reach out because some of the plant-based boards are a little bit rigid and they have to be for that reason. But we want to meet people where they're at, you know, hey, let's not jump on people as far as you know, not knowing what you don't know, you know, and so give them time to just kind of get into the water and just feel their way through it. So it's definitely a
3: process for sure. Well, very much a process as I've kind of outlined my process, you know, just hearing about it 10 years ago and then slowly getting into it. Really, I like to say that it, it, I'm so thick headed. It took me eight years to finally wrap my brain around this after I first heard about it as a potential way of eating. Now, the other thing I'd like to say too is, Not all plant-based or vegetarian or vegan eating is necessarily as healthy for different things. So, for instance, you know, we jumped on the plant-based wagon together, but I still wasn't, for the first year or so, still wasn't seeing some of the results with my numbers. My weight was going down, but my blood sugars were still struggling and to the point where my doctor actually tried me on a medicine called Trulicity.
1: Oh I've heard of
2: that.
3: yeah, and I had awful side effects from it. I used it for about two months. I was slated to use it for three. I couldn't do it again for that last month. Just a lot of nausea and it just it made me feel terrible. And so that was about a year and a half ago, and about that time, I read the book Mastering Diabetes, which is a very good book using plant-based diet to treat insulin resistance. And it goes through the science of how it all works. And it was really eye-opening for me. So I've used that plan, not only with the book, but they have coaches that are available. So I got a coach finally and has really pushed me over the hump, you know, so that now, like I said, my A1C is 5.6, which normal is less than 5.7. So I've just hit that no longer diabetic range with my A1C. I still have to do what I'm doing because I know that my blood sugars will be off and running again if I increase the fat in my diet. That's just where it comes from.
0: Well, and I think it's also good to just kind of define what is whole food plant-based, no oil, which is what we are. So we are considered vegans, but we're not junk food vegans. So no animals, no animal byproducts, no oils, even olive oil. That's a misconception as far as, and you know, we can't go into all that today, but Pretty low salt. Yep.
3: But so that's... Well, and I'm fond of saying, you know, Oreo cookies are vegan.
0: <laughs> that's okay? not on our plan.
3: Not on our plan.
0: <laughs> but now I, on my events, I now do only plant-based things for the, you know, because I love to see the reactions of, this is plant-based. So I do do some more decadent things that might have a little bit of vegan butter and things like that because, you know, their palate's different than ours. Ours is kind of clean and and he had some pizza one time. Oh, when-
3: <laughs> so... I shouldn't and over. No, over that Christmas you, last year, you know, her kids came up, and again, we, they're not plant based, and and we didn't. I don't know if it was we didn't plan ahead well enough or whatever, but one night we ordered the pizza. We, we ordered pizza. <laughs> it
0: smelled good, it,
3: and it smelled good, and I had my share, and my blood sugars had been doing okay around the one twenty range. Yeah. Next day it was two seventy eight. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, just like that, one meal, and my blood sugar shoots through the roof. I don't think I've ever clocked my blood sugar as high as 278. And,
0: and you felt terrible.
3: And I felt terrible for about three days. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Just all the pepperoni It was just plain old pepperoni pizza. With yeah.
0: Yeah. My so. analogy is always if you went off a, an orange for six months and then had an orange, you'd be like, great, that's a good orange. If you go off foods for six months and right. then you have that the adverse reaction. Foods. Yeah. Anything that's like not supposed to be in your body, your body's going to tell you it's going to be, you know, and when you come off. The standard diet that's it's you can feel like you have the flu because you've yeah, got you've got all these things coming out of you yeah. but it gets better
1: <laughs> you know and I think I think that you know hearing that story is kind of what sometimes scares people away sure. from this type of lifestyle right because we're like oh I don't want to go through this and that just sounds like a lot of hard work and it is it is it is hard work it is there's a lot of reading involved you have to decide or make a decision that this is the route that you want to take and and that you're going to really put the time and the effort to get yourself, get your mind right as far as that's concerned to encourage the people that are in your life to support you on these efforts, right? You know, to maybe re-up, redo your pantry, redo your refrigerator. There are just a number of, I mean, a number of things that you have to do. And so I sometimes, I've, I have, I know, you know, a lot of times when I have fasted, I have kind of gone through the pantry and gotten rid of everything I need to get rid of so that I can do this and, and be mindful about it. But it's all part of a process and you have to be willing to put the time and effort in. And there's a, so much great information out there. I mean, you mentioned one documentary, uh, Forks Over Knives, but Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead also comes to mind. Size Me is, it's more an indication of all of the harmful things that we put in our body and we have been doing for so many years. It does years. help,
0: though, so much. It does that. help to
1: frame mm-hmm. and understand the power of advertising and the power of processed fast foods and how they impact your body. Because you're right. I mean, you don't think about it, but if you don't eat a normal Domino's pizza for months on end and then you try to introduce one into your body, it it can have, it will revolve. And your body is good at understanding your cravings and also to tell you what is and isn't good for it.
0: I mean, what I would say, what I would plea for someone to hear is, yes, it's work. But to have open heart surgery, you know, to have all these, I mean, like lupus, MS, arthritis. Yeah. Dr. McDougall has a website that shows all these success stories. And that's what our, our hope is to do the potlucks. We want to have a potluck where the first time in, you don't even have to bring anything. Just come taste the food and see what we haven't started these yet. But we are going to be probably by the time this has aired. But Ozark Pediatrics on his website, he has a resource page where we can you can find all those things. And. I just want to encourage people, if they feel weak in it, reach out to us and see if we can help you. Because, I mean, it's nothing we're doing for, for a fee. It's just something that we want to sure. do to be able to break it down for people because we needed it broken down for us. But it's either, you know, you take care of your prevention or you take care of your, you know.
3: Well, and one of my favorite sayings from Dr. Esselstyn is, uh, and I'm going to be paraphrasing this, of course, but he says, some people think that this way of e- eating is extreme. I kind of think that taking a leg vein out of your leg and putting it on your heart seems rather extreme <laughs> after getting c- your chest cut open. Yeah. So, you know, it depends on which extreme your you want to follow. is everything. I mean, is. That,
0: this, this podcast I was telling you about this morning, he said to the degree that we can impact the world is to the degree of self-care. And it's like we can't do those things. It affects everything. It does. You know?
3: Well, and I'd also like to mention, too, one of the things as I, as we're talking about the difficulty – that can happen when you switch from the standard American diet to plant-based eating. I came very much face to face with my food addictions Mm -hmm. and we don't really like to say that term. Mm. Okay. That sounds awful food addictions, but the standard American diet, that's just realistically what it is. Our palate on the standard American diet is addicted to fat and sugar and salt. You know what I mean? And there's just, I can't see any other way around it than to just, state what is, you know. It's hard to hear. I wouldn't have agreed to that statement. Right. You know, without being off of it, right. you know. I just wouldn't have.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's as you mentioned that I think about like I've been on a 21-day sugar fast where I just did not have any sugar whatsoever and I was amazed at like I like I remember at the end of that how sweet things to right. even just the, yes. the basic things. And it's almost like you have to kind of introduce your body some of these concepts like little by little to get a better understanding of it's hard to go and no pun intended whole hog yeah. and just, get, and just you know, and just get rid of all this stuff. Right. And I did that. And I remember when I went cold turkey and my friends were like, you're never going to have bacon again. And well, I mean, I eat turkey bacon, but it's just, you know, it's just the idea that I gave up something. You know, there are certain sacrifices that you must make, but I'm always reminded of that refrain, how to eat, to live, right? And that's the key thing.
3: That's the key thing. And I would say this too, you know, while, yes, there are some things that once in a while, I think, wow, I really miss that. Like a nice juicy filet mignon, okay? But having said that, as I step back from it and I'm farther away from my last one, do I really miss it? Because I know that I totally enjoy what I'm eating now. I totally enjoy it. All the flavors that we experience now, it's really amazing. Ranch and,
0: dressing, or dairy-free ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
3: You know, just so many things. And there's actually some replacements. Like, I was a big ice cream hound. Mm-hmm. Got that sweet tooth. Well, we make an ice cream. I mean, and it's fairly commonly known. You just let your bananas overripen on the counter, throw them in the freezer, puree them down. There's a number of recipes for different flavors chocolate and Uh, yeah and that really satisfies my sweet tooth in that regard well and
0: we probably shouldn't mention any restaurants in particular but maybe give the example that we've talked about on fat grams as far as when we if Uh you went to this particular restaurant
3: so is
1: it is it not a good thing to
3: mention
0: well probably not no no. (laughs) so
1: so and i you know it's funny because i was going to ask you i know people listening to this would probably say this all sounds great yeah in theory Mm -hmm. in theory but I go out to restaurants in this place and in this place in Springdale and in this place in Rogers and in this place in Bentonville. And, you know, we've had folks on like Matt Cooper from Conifer and Matt is is celiac, but he knows how to prepare vegan options and gluten free. Everything he does is gluten free.
3: Sadly, not a lot of folks really understand the oil free part. Right. Right. So having said that, a couple of things to your point, you know. We have found a few restaurants that are compliant with the way we eat.
0: And when he does blood work, Conifer is the first place we go to. (laughs) So
3: my total fat intake on a daily basis, and again, this is because of my type 2 diabetes, so not everybody needs to eat this way. But to keep my diabetes under control, I need to have less than 23 grams of fat a day. So what does that look like? Is that a pat of butter? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Your, Your average hamburger at a fast food restaurant, about 40 grams of fat, okay? throw a large fry onto that, that's another 35 grams. So in one small meal, that's 75 grams of fat, which for me is three times what I need on a daily basis. And chocolate
0: cheesecake is 75 grams of fat. And there you go.
3: (laughs) And and so one particular steakhouse that will go um, unnamed at the moment, we we just one weekend a few months ago just Googled for grins. Keeping in mind, 23 grams of fat a day for me is my maximum over 300 grams of fat. In one meal. In your average meal. From one steak and, and, and that would be a good
0: place to talk about Chronometer because that's been a...
3: Very much so. Chronometer yes. is an
0: app that you can get. And, you know, people think that we don't have nutrition because somehow the protein factor and yeah. that's something we always hear. But that app is so helpful for you to go, you know, because... It doesn't help to be in denial. There's been some things before that I might want to be in denial over, but it's just a good wake up call. Like, you know, your body is not in denial whether or not you're going to be that way or not. So,
3: So Chronometer is an app where you, if you document everything you eat and you're honest about what you're documenting, and there's several apps out there, that Chronometer is the one that we picked that that just worked very well. And it's got all the chain restaurants, and you'd be really surprised about all the background of information in their database they have. But, If you document everything you eat, it will give you a a good approximation of the protein you're getting, the fat grams you're getting, the carbohydrates you're getting, and all the micronutrients, all the vitamins and minerals and stuff like that. So it was really, really helpful. You might be surprised to know that as a diabetic, my diet now consists of about 80% complex carbohydrates, which is something that even a lot of diabetes doctors would say, you can't do that. Well. You can if it's complex carbohydrates.
0: And a great majority of that's fruit.
3: Yeah. Fruit, vegetables, potatoes, rice, quinoa, all that kind of stuff. All right. The trick is if that works, if you keep your fat grams lower than 10 to 15% of your total intake. Okay. If you've got extra fat, that blocks your insulin receptors and that won't be good for
1: you. Yeah. You know,
0: and long research behind that. That's not a phase, that's That's not a fad. The China study I'd mentioned, the Esselstyn's. It's the only diet that's reversed and prevented heart disease.
1: Yeah, well, and and I mean, again, I, you you, you're bringing up so many great points, and I think people need to educate themselves on how to do it. Maybe a little bit of blood work would be helpful to have done because that will tell you a lot about about your 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 makeup, and you know, maybe you have too many heavy metals, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, there's just a lot of things that can really impact your diet. But I mean, I think when I think of a plant-based diet, or at least trying to take that approach to to even consume more plant-based foods. Right. That's kind of where I I would suggest people start, absolutely. right? And just go there. I mean, what a lot of people don't realize is that Walmart's one of the biggest providers of organic vegetables yeah, in the country. We do most of our shopping at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah. I mean, we just do. Yeah, you know.
3: And so, in addition to the eighty percent complex carbohydrates, I have ten percent protein and ten percent fat, and You know, you would be really surprised. Again, the very common theme of where do you get your protein? Well, I will tell you that I have had zero trouble maintaining plenty of protein in my diet, having no meat or no dairy. Zero trouble.
1: And
0: some people don't realize that meat only has protein in it because of the plants. Right. You know, I hadn't really even broken that down in myself until... But I mean, it's so it's the purest form of protein that you'll get. You never see a protein deficiency if someone's eating enough calories. Right. Right. So yeah. it's, it's very awful. much a myth. But Man.
1: So now tell me anybody listening to this that wants to learn more about what you guys are doing. They can obviously go to OzarkPediatrics.org to learn more about your practice. But then they also can go to the Kiever Plant-Based Tribe now—that's a Facebook page, is that? Yes, and okay. so
0: Ozark Pediatrics does have its own resource page, okay. so you could probably find all of that on there. But the Kievers Plant-Based Tribe is just a community online, and we're trying to extend that to where we'll actually have some potlucks where we bring people together. And so those will all be on the be yeah. either side to be able to announce what that's going on about. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it, I think I think our goal is to meet people where they're at. I think some of our friends give us a hard time like, okay, I shouldn't have this. Like, we're nobody's food police. You just want to be the support system you need, you know, because we needed that. So that's where we're, we're at. And, you know, we're in such an opportunity in this city. We're trying to reach out to the plant based doctors and try to either get an immersion here or get some plant based options. And our our plea to restaurants would be. See if we can offer one totally compliant whole food plant based option, you know, so it would just be taking the oils out.
1: And some places do, you know, we'll do that. You know, I think it's important to know that. And, and there are actually a number of, um, of franchises that have either plant-based options or options where you can really modify right. you know, the actual meal that you get, the end result. And, and that's so. why
0: I try to cook for people because like, we do Southwestern egg rolls. We do. We have a ranch dressing we love. We have everything we liked in the standard diet. We've mm-hmm. tweaked to, to make a, a burger that tastes like a barbecue
3: burger. So just as an aside about the ranch dressing, which we use a <laughs> lot. <laughs> A normal ranch dressing over the counter on the, your average grocery store is at least 15, 16 grams of fat per tablespoon. All right. Wow. Ours has That's a lot one, of fat. one. One gram of fat it per tablespoon. It just adds
0: up. It yeah. really does.
3: I mean, you just find little ways, and it's every bit as
1: tasty. Yes, it
0: ranch is. It just, <laughs> I hunted and hunted for that one. And you I'm thrilled,
1: years. Is I'm it, thrilled is, to have is that Is it one. a certain brand that you can mention? No, you I make it. Oh, you make it. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah so we make
0: all our sauces from scratch. It's Amy's
1: Ranch that's, dressing. Well,
0: I didn't come up with a recipe. I wish <laughs> I could take credit for that. It's a cashew but.
1: base. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ah, well, I have a son that's allergic to cashews. And oh. we found that out the hard way. Because oh, my, my wife used to make cashew cream all the time. Yes. Which is really nice to have if you want an alternative. If you want a fettuccine style fettuccine mm-hmm. alfredo oh, yeah. and you don't want a dairy version you can do the cashew cream and it's a really good option it with is, it so we
3: could ma- maybe make him a tofu version
0: there I you go could
1: do yeah that. yeah that, that's true that's well and true. i'd
3: like to further say in terms of what we're trying to do here and and particularly it, also in my clinic i mean as she said i am nobody's food police you're you know my interest is solely in helping people find the healthiest way of life they can have and i was Really shocked to find out a couple of things in this. I I took a course last year through Cornell University and became certified in plant-based nutrition. And one of the things that I learned was that there was some research back in the Gulf War days. Young men dying in the war got autopsies. They were finding a significant portion of young men ages 19 to 21 – who already had evidence of significant atherosclerosis in their hearts. Yeah. Now, they weren't yet symptomatic, but that's a direct result of diet at that age. And we're seeing
0: it in 12-year-olds now. Yeah.
3: So the diet is starting to kill us that early. We just don't know it yet until we start having symptoms in our 40s and 50s. A couple of other things that I would, you know, I, I don't... Bring out because for me, my main focus was totally my health, and that's the whole reason I went plant based. But there are actually a couple of other very good reasons. One is the whole meat and dairy industry is really doing to the ecology of the country. Yeah, I was really shocked to learn through this course fully if you think of all the waterways in this country rivers, streams, ponds, lakes, yada yada yada, fully 50%. Of the waterways in this country do not support aquatic life. Now, that's an astounding figure. It okay. Is. But if you think about it, what happens is all the wash off from the dairy farms, the meat farms, wash into the streams. Plus, you get the fertilizers from trying to grow the ima- massive amount of food to feed these animals. That all washes in. Algae blooms, that dies, it sinks to the bottom. The bacteria take over. When the bacteria take over, they eat up all the oxygen. No oxygen no sustainable life in the water. And that's happening to over 50% of our waterways, evidenced by a huge dead zone outside the mouth of the Mississippi River that's growing incrementally every year directly from this. So that was one issue, and then you throw on top of that, quite frankly, the ethics of the meat and dairy industry are substandard, all right? So if you're if you got a tender heart at all for how animals are treated, by and large, that's another very good reason to not eat animal products, right? You know. Right, yeah. So again, those are reasons that five years ago I would have just gone. I, I could, have, could have cared less. Yeah. But as I've gotten into this and realized, you okay, get there's, close
0: enough to it, you can't yeah, help it. There's more
3: it. than just one reason. But you know, for me, still, I mean, my my health is the primary motivator.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where people will start. Should start. They should yeah. Because it's certainly it, it's it should be for your own benefit and then grow from there. Exactly. So, yeah, I'd and love to
0: shout out Dr. Cynthia Morgan is his plant based doctor here okay. in Fayetteville okay. and she's amazing. And so she's been, you know, a catalyst for us as well.
1: Are there a lot of plant based doctors in Northwest Arkansas? She's the one.
0: She's the one, and he's well, our first plant-based
1: pediatrician. I'm the first plant-based pediatrician. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, yeah. So, between the two of you guys, you're covering Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm, you might say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you
0: know, I mean, it's like we're really not sacrificing. What it, I think at the beginning, it probably does seem, over, does seem overwhelming. Bad. But when we look at our life, when we look at the blessings we have, it's really not a sacrifice to think that we're not. That I mean, that these mysteries that we've heard about all the time about. You know, why does this happen? Why does that happen? Heart disease. It's really not so mysterious. And that's, that's hopeful. You know, I mean, I I look at plant based at what it's given us Mm -hmm. and, you know, what we can help someone else get. uh, That's really hopeful.
3: It's been hugely empowering in my life. As you mentioned, you know, the things that have happened, I've really taken my health back into my own hands, you know, and instead of trying to give my health to the fate of my doctor, I've taken it back you know, and this is these which is where we should
0: all be, you know, that we've all got to take responsibility for where we're at.
3: That's not to say that I don't work with my doctor, but, you know, the things that I'm doing are having a direct impact on the longevity of my life.
1: And I think one thing we'll mention before we end is that, you know, instituting some of these minor changes, you can see some of the benefits and differences fairly quickly. A lot of times people think, oh, well, I've got to do this as long as Craig did it before I see something or as long as Amy did it before I see some results. You can see results in a matter of weeks oh, in many cases.
0: And I I mean, I always encourage people to do it the way your personality needs to do it. I sculpt yep. the way I am most comfortable sculpting. Not everybody sculpts that way. And so it's like you can do an immersion and literally see your cholesterol points drop in 100 points in, a, in seven days. Mm-hmm. And if you want to do it that way, that's how it worked best for me. I didn't have cholesterol issues, but I needed to go all in. Some people, it might be, let's let go of this, or let's just add in more. However it works yeah. for you, you know. Well, like I said, There's the very the first, one yeah. right way.
3: the very first thing that I did when I started this journey 10 years ago, before I even really became plant-based, was I stopped drinking soda. I mean, there are zero nutritional benefits to drinking soda, and it's all sugar and chemicals. And if you're drinking diet, it's all chemicals, and none of it's good for you. Yeah. yeah. It was killing me.
1: It's tough. Yeah. It is. It is tough. It is tough. I am glad that the uh, movie theaters have soda water now. Cause that's my, that's like my go-to Absolutely. drink of choice yeah. besides just normal water. That's sure, for sure, sure. So
0: Well, and I think those documentaries like Forks Over Knives are really good. If you're like, I don't know what this is about. They just kind of tell the why. I'm right. the person mm-hmm. that needs to know, but well, why do you do that? Exactly. You know, and success stories like, mm-hmm. I just can't tell you what we've seen and people healing lupus that, I mean, I watched one yesterday and I've never seen a woman this sick and just completely a triathlon now. So that's, yeah. that's empowering.
1: Yeah, it's there for the taking. That's for certain. And there's a lot of great information out there. And I think what you guys are doing is certainly a resource, especially for people here in Northwest Arkansas that may be considering this, or there may be other folks that are living a plant-based lifestyle that didn't know that you guys existed. So now they do. And so we certainly encourage you guys to reach out to Craig and Amy Kiever and check in with them. Craig is at ozarkpediatrics.org. And then they're both at the Key Plant-Based Tribe, okay, on Facebook. So, and you can find that. And I joined them and they send out a lot of really great information. So, I'd certainly encourage you guys that are listening to definitely check them out.
3: We will never be anybody's food police. We will never be judgmental or condemning. That's right. That's right. Um, this is all a learning process. We'll give them and
0: recipes and feed them. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Amy and
1: I are, are still learning. I've, yes. met,
0: I've met people at the post office and said, come I'll I'll fix dinner for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: There you go. I love that. Well, Craig and Amy Kiever, thank you guys for joining us here at the Furman Garner Studio at KUAF Radio and to share your story and your plant-based journey. And we look forward to many more great stories from you guys as you continue to educate and as you continue to take advantage of this for yourselves.
0: Thank you for the opportunity.
1: Absolutely. So appreciate it. Not a problem. Not a problem. And so I certainly want to remind everybody that's listening to this as, as just a disclaimer None of this is medical advice in any way, shape, or form. I want everybody listening to this to realize that if you have issues or challenges, go see your doctor, get a diagnosis, and then work with your doctor to figure out what are the next steps to deal with that. So if you know diabetes is an issue or, or early onset diabetes is an issue for you, or if you're just struggling with hypertension or high blood pressure, anything along those lines, go see your doctor. This Podcast should not be considered advice in terms of what you need to do. You should still go see a doctor and get some real, real strong advice about that so that you have a better understanding about what to do. There's many great books out there. I encourage you to take advantage of them. We'll put some of those book links in the show notes so that you can check them out, as well as all of the information that both Craig and Amy mentioned on this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed this particular episode. It's a little bit of a departure from what we normally cover but I think it's well worth the conversation because I want all of my podcast listeners to live and be as old as they can be. I want, if you can be Methuselah, I want you to be <laughs> Methuselah. For those of you that don't know, Methuselah was the oldest person on record in the Bible at 960 something, 69 years. So that's what I'm going for. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But Craig and Amy, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit Arkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it, and please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for another new episode
2: on I am Northwest Arkansas